We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome into another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. There's only one problem. There's no Robbie Hummel. This is no surprise. I mean, this happens all the time. Hummel commits to something and then, you know, something always comes up. Well, supposedly it was like a charity basketball game tonight. I'm pretty sure, honestly, he he just went out for a nice dinner uh, and skipped the person. And and the crazy part is there's no bigger fan than Robbie Hummel of the Drew family. Nobody, nobody (laughs) loves the Drew family more. He was a ball boy at Valpo growing up uh, when Homer was coaching and and Scott, um, you know, you guys were Bryce was there. He loved he loved Valpo so much he went to Purdue. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. All right, let let's do the festivities. Uh, Baylor head coach Scott Drew, uh, Missouri State head coach Dana Ford, Cincinnati head coach Wes Miller joining me today for kind of a special episode um, about the the craziness of the off season, and it'll lead into Scott has a proposal in place that the NABC has put out that hopefully will clear. Uh, and you're going to talk to us a little bit about that, uh, about the recruiting calendar. And, and Wes, nobody is a bigger proponent than Wes Miller of your of your proposal, Scott. Nobody. He has been raving to me about it for the last six weeks. Uh, Dana wanted to bring you on to get kind of a mid-major perspective as well, a little bit of a different perspective, whether you like this. But again, he – First, Scott, go through with me, before you go through the proposal a little bit, what the offseason has been like for you since you guys were knocked out of the NCAA tournament. Well, first, it's not my proposal. I think the great thing is I've never seen the coaches as united as they've been after the season ended. Um, we've all gone from you, you your season ending is like a final exam. So you take a class, you study, and after the final exam – you hopefully re- get a couple days to relax. You go, you do recruiting in April, and then you refresh in May. For all of us, you went from season ending to having more transfers, people leaving your program, more people to recruit than any of us probably have ever envisioned before. Junior college coaches say we got it worse than them now, but so you, you and you're 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 tired, you're worn down. And every coach was like, we got to do something for us. And what I mean by us is if things don't get better, there's going to be so many coaches leaving the profession because they're going to have to choose their families or the profession. 
And I think we've done a great job in the NCA making things better student friendly. But I think at the same time now, in good business, both parties got to benefit. And right now is a time where we got to do things where um, we benefit our profession because uh, it's it's unfair for what coaches are going through right now. Someone said with the new rules, it's 75 percent more work on the exact same job. Um, the last thing I'll say is I was sitting with a guy uh, in Orlando, an NBA coach who now is in college, is an assistant coach. And I said, what's the difference? What do you like? He goes, you know what? In college, it'd be nice if we could actually be home with our families every once in a while and with our teams, because nowadays you're just a full-time recruiter because it's it's like the NBA uh, with free agency. Um, every year, LeBron's a free agent. I mean, how do you how do you balance your family and your school team if you're always trying to bring in seven, eight, nine guys? Well, that's the thing. So the portal started in early to mid-April. Uh, it just ended like mid-June. Uh, Wes, so you got the portal that you're dealing with, trying to keep your players, trying to figure out what your roster is going to look like. Then everybody's kind of been bitching and, and moaning, coaches, about you wanted more access. Well, you got it, but it's almost like you don't want it as much now because of everything else that's going on. So you got, you know, April, May, you can go out and, and go to some of the international events. Then they added two high school events in, in June, the last couple of weekends. Oh, by the way, one is Father's Day weekend. Dumbest thing ever. So instead of being home either with your fathers or if you are a father, spending that time with your kids, you're, you're instead on Sunday watching uh, players like it's just stupid to me stupid and then this weekend not weekend we're, we're recording this on Wednesday night uh, it's NBA players camp so most of the high majors Dane is not there but Scott and Wes you guys are both there recruiting top 100 players uh, in the country uh, you know again Wes just kind of put it in perspective now what this is all about and how out of control it's gotten if it has yeah, it's out of control, and I and I think Scott sp spoke very clearly about it. Uh, I think we got to look at things separately. Like you know, we so much of our calendar has changed. You know, the 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 Rice Commission came in and made changes, <clears throat> um, but we didn't take things away. We just added things. And so, if you look at purely recruiting and evaluation. That's been great. It's great to see kids in their high school environment. It's great that we can go see all the FIBA competition or we can go see, you know, USA trials. It's great that we can come to top 100 camp. Like, it's great that we get the April periods. Like, if you are looking at it just from the evaluation standpoint, because you say coaches ask for these opportunities to evaluate, that's great. All right. So take that and put it in, a, in its own little box and then take we have the transfer portal now. And, and Scott mentioned the turnover. And it's not just that we're losing players. It's we are recruiting four or five times more than we ever have before, you know, over the last two years. So then you add that, okay? Then you add your workouts in the off season. You add, uh, you just, you kind of, the visits that you're having when you're recruiting transfer players, you're going to visit with transfer student athletes over a, you know, hopefully a 30-day period instead of a 60-day period moving forward. So you have all these different things going on. 
I don't think it's that we have a problem, and I don't want to speak for for Scott or Dana or any coach, but I, I would imagine no coach has a problem with all these access points we're getting in recruiting. The problem is, is there's so many things going on in so many different areas. There is no time to breathe. And, you know, it's not like any of us as coaches are completely the greatest jobs, man. We're we're passionate about what we do. We love the game. We love coaching. I'm not going to complain about my job, but all of us in any profession, anybody listening, sometime you have to take a breath. That's healthy, you know, and we, we have not, none of us have taken a breath. I, I haven't stopped. There's not been one day where I've gone home since the season ended and said, all right, I'm going to clean my house today <laughs> or I'm going to go, I'm going to do my laundry today. Go to the beach. That, that has not happened. And I am, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Um, I have assistance with, uh, with, with, with wives, with young children, and I feel bad for them. I don't know how they can be the kind of husbands they have to be and the kind of fathers they have to be, given the landscape that we're in right now. Something has to change. And I, listen, I'd like to be a father one day. I'd like to get married again and have a productive marriage. I don't even know how to cultivate that or even begin that process in the world we're in. Uh, because listen, we're going to choose our programs. We're going to, I mean, I've made a commitment to Cincinnati. Like we're going to build a great program here. I'm going to make that choice. Um, it, but it shouldn't have to be that way. There should be an opportunity to be a father, uh, to be a great husband. And shouldn't we want to as, and I'll get off my soapbox here in a second, but we're leading young people. Shouldn't that be a part of our leadership? Shouldn't they get to see what being a father is all about? Right. Like they don't get to see that. All they see is absentee fathers right now, given this the state of our game. So we've had a lot of changes. I've never been one to, to say we don't want change. Change is great. It's healthy. It's uncomfortable. But now we have to react to some of these changes and change some of our rules and change our calendar so that we can have more sustainable you know, success in coaching. As Scott mentioned, we've done a lot for players. I'm for all of that. We got to do some things so that this coaching profession is healthier. Dana, when you got in, I mean, all you guys got in. Scott's a little bit older than the other two of you. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> but Dana, when you first got in, it was different. Like, listen, you know, in 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 June, you could take your breath. You could go on a vacation. You know, again, if you didn't have like team camp or something like that. But now, even as a as a mid major guy. It's crazy, isn't it? Because you're worried from the moment the season ends, you're worried about somebody taking your 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 best players, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. And and it's not always our best players. It, it's it's you know if, if we've got a guy who's a who's a knockdown shooter, it may not be our best player, but but there's a higher level that just needs a knockdown shooter. You, you know they they may take him as well, and just because he's proven at this level. Or, or they may need a backup big, right? He, he may be a starter for us, but they just need to fill a hole. And so, you know, we, we deal with that uh, on a daily basis. In fact, we that's how we count our scholarships. We, we call them, they're either restricted transfers or unrestricted transfers. And, and the guys that are restricted have already used their one time. And the guys that are unrestricted, they, have, they haven't used it. And so as we count scholarships, we're counting those as available scholarships the following year. Yeah. And, you know, we've got guys in our program where if we had a young player who maybe averaged seven or eight or nine a game as a freshman, 
we, we may lose that guy j- just because he's proven at this level. So it's not always our best player, but but it is a player that could possibly bring value, you know, to someone else. You, you know, we our our starting point guard may be a a, a great backup point guard for for Scott, right? It may put him over the top. You, you know, you just you just never know. And so, not, not only is the portal different than when I played, but but access in the summer to our own teams that that adds a complete other element onto all of this. So it's not just the things that we do off campus. It's it's we're having practice on our own campus every single day. And especially at our level, when we're trying to build a, a, a team, a, a continuity, a, something where, where the sum is, 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 is bigger than its parts. And so at the end of the day, it's a lot like Wes mentioned. There's just no time off where we're completely off, meaning we can't coach our own guys. We can't work our own guys off out there. They're not on campus. They're not in class. And we can't go on the road. And we can't have people come on campus for visit. I mean, we I don't know if we have any period in which that is the case because obviously some of us are semesters, some of us are quarters, whatever the fact the, the, the fact might be. But but at the end of the day, it's not it's not a single time that our entire staff can be out of the office. And, and we even uh, base our office vacations on uh, someone's got to be in. So, so we can't all go. We can't all be on vacation at the same time because right. something's going to be going on. And then you mentioned camp. I know at, at our level, you, you know, that, that, that surplus of income is, is vital for a lot of coaches that have, that have, you know, done it for a long time and, and they run camps and whether it be team camp, individual camp, uh, and 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 whatever type area that that, that helps their salaries for it's a lot huge. of these, yeah, absolutely. And whether they're paying their GAs like we do, whether they're 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 giving a bonus to their director of ops who may not make thirty five forty thousand. So so there's a lot of different variables on on a lot of different levels, and and these guys are are right on when they say we we just don't have any time to breathe. So uh, before we get to the recruiting calendar. There's a proposal out there now, I think, that to to cut down that transfer window from 60 days to 30. I, I want to, Scott, your reaction when I told you that uh, beforehand. Yeah, exactly. We know <laughs> we know where you stand. Um, do you like? Obviously, you like that. What what window? What 30 day window would you like to see? Because for me, it only makes sense to start that window after the national title game. Because I was watching this year. I was watching legitimately, whether it was UConn going into their their coach's room on an off day right before the Final Four, and, and literally their assistants are are on Zooms yeah. with, with transfers. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? These guys are playing for a national title. They shouldn't have to worry about this shit right now, but yeah. they were. So to me, I think it would only make sense to start it maybe a day or two after the national title game and go for 30 days after that agree or disagree so if you my personal opinion is 100% like you said i think um after the national championship game we always want coaches to go there and um be able to support our profession so if you stay to the national championship game that's monday that means you leave on tuesday i would think the portal opens that friday and the reason is it allows you to then go home Talk to your players, and then at that point they have thirty days to to leave. Um, that that's 
just what I would do. Some people say, well, what if our season ends March 1st or 2nd? Can it be? And then maybe it's 30 days after each season, each team season ends. But I think sometimes me personally, keeping things more uniform. So we know when everybody's in the portal, when everybody's not. And and the hardest thing is trying to plan. Like we said, uh, coaches tend to want to be organized. We want to be able to tell our coaches, you know what? You want to take a family vacation. This is the week to do it. If we don't get some structure or organization, Really, there is no like people think coaches, their jobs are done when the season ends and you go golfing or whatever. We're recruiting our players are on campus. They leave in May. In May, we're recruiting, trying to get a roster. And then summer school starts June 1st. You're hoping to get it done in time for June. So that it and, and then your your kids are there all summer and then they go home August 11th or 12th, if you're on a foreign tour, you're, you're back August 15th and your own kids start school. Like when is there a time where you can go on a family vacation? And again, everybody grass is always greener. I know our profession's tough. Every profession's tough out there. We just want to make it so that at the end of the day, you can coach and have a family and providing more structure. One thing COVID taught us all is you actually can recruit and not be gone all the time. And because there's 363 division one schools, we tend to work ourselves and it's prideful to work yourself. If you have an opportunity to be a top 100 camp, you got to be there. Otherwise you're not working. And if you're not working well, then you don't deserve to have success. And that's where Scott, Scott, you know, who knew this before COVID Mark few. Yeah, Mark, Mark's figured it out a long time. He figured it out <laughs> way better than all of you dudes. Trust me, everybody's the best at that. And he's yeah. preached work balance all the time. And yeah. but 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 literally, the, this calendar will allow us to have more opportunity to be with our players on campus and allow us to have opportunities to be with our families. And at the end of the day, we're going to work Monday to Friday, and then it's Saturday and Sunday if you're out on the road recruiting. And then you get back, you're tired with your guys, so you can't give them all you want, and you can't enjoy your family at all in the summertime, which most of our assistants or head coaches have younger kids that you want to be able to do that with. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, Wes, you you agree with that transfer window? Does that make sense, or will you do something a little bit different? No, I agree. Why, why, why would we not? Why would we penalize the people that are at the pinnacle of our sport? 
I mean, we we all sit, I mean, we all sit here and dream about playing for a national championship. And I heard that about, you know, you know, Danny, Danny's staff, that they're literally doing Zooms the night before the national championship game. And that kind of breaks my heart, right? Like and, and Scott's been there. Like he's he's won one. I mean, I I can't that I dream about that every night, about playing for that. Um, why, why would we penalize those people? Why would we let them get behind because of the, what they're doing in the NCAA tournament? Um, so we, we, to me, that has to change. Uh, I also think, you know, shortening that window, we're, we're going to know who's going to go in the transfer portal probably well before that date. But that also gives time and it gives an advantage to, for retention, right? Because now you know somebody, coach, I intend to go in the transfer portal April 2nd, whatever the day after the national championship game is. But now you might have a couple weeks to to go visit their family or sit down with them or make them, you know, ha- make them reconsider uh, because we, we all want more retention. Our fans want more retention. I, I hear this from our fans all the time. Yeah. The, the most difficult thing now in college sports is the teams change every year. I miss those three and four and five year kids you know, maybe having, you know, the way that Scott mentioned it would be a benefit to, to maybe convince some guys to come back. Um, I also think we have to take that time. And and, and I, let me give Scott a lot of credit because I'm at the Big 12 meetings and he's passing out calendars to the coaches of a proposal to make our calendar better. And I, I just had so much respect for that. Um, I've been playing around with that personally, but I'm not Scott Drew. I mean, you know, the, and, and coach, I mean, you don't have, Hey, you don't have the juice yet. You gotta, you gotta win a national title first. I, I'm, 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 I'm doing it just because this is what juice. I'd like to see, but you know, but coach Drew is in a different place than Dana. I are like, we need somebody that's in his position to, to lead here. And, and so I commend him for doing that, but he passed it out. And, you know, we have this period now after the season and it is a transfer period. For the majority of us, we need to to just make that a transfer period. We don't need to be going to try to recruit high school players on the road because um, it's hurting them. You know, we now are trying to retain our players, recruit players out of the transfer portal, and then we are not having the ability to go use that evaluation window in April that we used to use to get into those high school, uh, those AAU tournaments, those two weekends in April. So we got to separate that. Like we need to have that time to focus on retention in the transfer portal. And then that ends. And then hopefully there's an opportunity to take that breath that we used to take that Scott meant that's very healthy that Scott mentioned earlier. And then maybe an opportunity to go see some AAU tournaments. Cause it's not that we don't want that access. We just have to find a way where it all makes sense. So, I, and, and if you look at the calendar, that, that Scott passed out to us, the big 12 meetings. And this is what I was kind of speaking to you about, you know, uh, off the record, uh, Jeff, I like it, it, it thought through all that. And, 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 you know, you get into the, the other part that I, I love what Scott said, you know, we're all going to work our brains out. Like I, you know, every college coach is going to, I've never been around a division one college coach, assistant head coach that didn't work like crazy. You know, you, you you will fail if you don't have a good work ethic in this profession quickly. Um, but we we should have an opportunity to at least take a week vacation with family or, you know, whatever. And we're not asking for something that doesn't happen in other sports. I'm running out of the of practice to go do something a couple of days ago when I run into our new football coach, Scott Satterfield. 
And, you know, he's humming, just got a job. You know, he's in the first six months of a job. We all know how that is. And, and he said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going recruiting to NBA top 100. And then we got this and this and this. He said, I'm going to the beach for a week. <laughs> I started laughing. That's a new coach. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, he said, oh, yeah, for the next three weeks in football, we're, we're all dead. Like, the, we all take family. This no. is normal. We all take family vacations. We get away. He was going to, you know, to think Isle of Palms in South Carolina. And you, you hear that if college football, which is just as competitive as our sport, is is found a way to do that, why, why can't we in college basketball? And I think women's basketball, right, Scott? They have dead periods too, don't they? They have like complete yeah, they, shutdowns. Yeah, they do. And and and, but I mean, again, three hundred sixty-three schools. We've just worked ourselves to death. Rather than in football, there's only one hundred thirty FBS schools. They got together. They figured out what's a healthy calendar. And remember, in all these uh, uh, events, I mean, people can make money off these events. Players want to play in these events. We can watch them online. We don't need to be there in person. Yep. So, I mean, again, COVID taught us all this. We didn't have campus visits. We didn't have home visits. And we all got players. <laughs> and you know what? You say, well, you need to go see, spend more time to evaluate. The reality is most people are transferring now, if you look at the data anyway. So um, as long as it's – You know what my idea is? You know, you know what my idea was? And the NCAA said there's a rule that prohibits it. But – I wanted to do a field of 68 portal showcase the weekend of the final four where literally, or maybe you do it regionally. You have like four of them oh, that week yes. or the next week where all these kids could drive, yeah. you know, they could get there, they could drive and, and play play. And you, you guys watch online. I mean, you're, you're probably not able to come. Certainly not with the rules right now. Maybe they make the checks out to Jeff Goodman. I got you. What's that? <laughs> Make the checks out to Jeff. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's right. We need. Hey, we need to get Talia through the next three years. In hey, hey. By so. by the way, one thing I think I'll get an amen from these two is yeah. we want to have a drop dead date, so you get thirty days in the portal. But when yeah. it's June first or June fifteenth, you you're you are where you are because we're trying to plan our rosters. Yeah. And again, that's where you need to be in school. You need to figure it out. Nobody needs to uh, um, wait to the end of August or because they've graduated. When you start grad school, right. summer school, work on your master's. But I mean, it, this is ridiculous. Yeah, drop drop the, dead date. Listen, I like Javon Quinterly. I, I did a story on him a few years ago with everything that he kind of went through and was kind of, you know, obviously he had some mental health issues because of everything uh, that, that he went through back when, when he was uh, committed. Um, I like the kid, but ultimately to go in the portal on whatever date it is now, June 25th, as a grad transfer, as an, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. That ship has sailed to me. And if you want to leave, you, you can leave, but you can't play somewhere else at that point. That's it. Yeah, it you have to. Hey, every, you everybody have to can leave. They just have to sit out a year. Right. Right. Kind of like coaches. Coaches can leave, but we have to pay a buyout. It's not like, oh, well, you can leave and don't pay a buy. No, there's a penalty. Right. So it's a one-time transfer. You get one time. You yeah. know, if a coach leaves, you got that 30-day window. I mean, if you graduate, you got that window. 
I mean, we're, we're never saying, and if you want to go, you still can go, but guess what? Just sit out like everyone's had to do for so long. And actually it's turned out really well. We've got to think five guys, red shirt, make the NBA. So sitting out a year is not a bad thing, but as long as a coach leaves, he's probably going to have a buyout. So again, you can leave anytime, but sit out. You want to play right away. You got your one time, you got your dates to do it in. What's your drop dead date guys? What, what do you think is a good, Dan, is there a good day that, that should be, you know, the hard part is you kind of want to give these kids a chance to go through the NBA process if if they're if, if they're going through it, right? Like, and then decide, like, you know, Grant Nelson, mm-hmm. you know, he goes through it. Then, then he, you know, he, he withdraws. Then he's going through the transfer process at that point. But, so. but I would say this, Jeff, like why, why does somebody who's testing the waters have to go through that and then go through another process? Why can't somebody say, hey, I'm going to go to Baylor, but I'm also going to test the NBA draft water. Yeah. So why do those dates have to be the same? You could. Yeah, you no, no, you, you absolutely could. I mean, I, again, I, I don't I, know the best date. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. I I think somewhere in the first 10 days of May, because we're we're all, I mean, we started the last week of May with our summer program. So if, if, you know, if you don't know your team, I mean, you know what I mean? If you don't know your team until the middle of the summer, but you're already starting to work for the next season. And like you you mentioned Quinterly, I mean, he leaves, I'm sure Alabama started their summer program already. That, that that's the kind of stuff that just doesn't make sense. And they had no idea it was coming, you know, from right. what told. Um, and, and so many, so many people are on, on different, different calendars. So, right. so it makes it really hard to, to narrow down the perfect date, but, but I, you know, I, I do agree with, with Wes. It, it can't be uh, too far into May be, because whether, whether you're starting summer workouts, whether you're trying to put your team together, whatever the case may be. And, and, and I know at this level, if, if, you know, like Alabama loses a guy in the middle of June and nobody wants to lose a guy in the middle of June, but they still got eight or nine other dudes. Right. We, we lose a big time player in the middle of June. You're done. That, that, yeah. I mean, we could go from being a preseason top two team to now being, you know, in the bottom half of our league. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting here now with three guys that can graduate this summer. And, and I'm like, you know, this is sweating. Yeah. yeah, I mean, every day, not not that they want to leave, but the fact that they will even have the possibility to do that yeah. and, and and for it to be wide open, we, we have to come up with something. And 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 again, it can't be too deep into the summer because I think everybody's or most of us are rocking and rolling come June. I, I know by the second week of June for sure. So I love both of those. And if we could get that, I'd take it 100%. If they say we can't get it until the NBA process is over. I mean, at latest that first week in June because of summer schools, but I agree with them. The sooner, the better, because we, we, we got programs starting, you know, and we got many mesters. So. Scott, what, what's the biggest difference in your, Again, you said it wasn't necessarily your proposal. You're recruiting the calendar that you've kind of put together. Um, what so we, we if, put together, we put together. <laughs> all right, you would submit one, yeah, not yes. mine. All right, but but what? Let's go through it in layman's terms. We don't need to go okay. like too deep into it. Okay, you know, inside baseball here, but give me kind of what you're proposing, and then Wes weigh in, and and Dana kind of weigh in to 
to that because you guys know. Hey, coach, coach, before you go, let, let me say this because I, I I'm on that 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 Congress with coach and, and what he's doing. Like Wes said, I want to commend for that. No, no matter no matter what we propose or recommend, I think we all want some consistency. Yeah. Right. We we want this thing to start staying the same. Yeah. And and what coach has done and, and he'll share it is just come up with a, a logical way for us to say, hey, this is the way that, that it makes the most sense. Not that it's going to be perfect because it can't be perfect for all different levels, but it makes the most sense to be consistent and, and we can get some order to, to what we're doing. But but go ahead, coach. So so basically starting in April, uh, what, what you have is you have your dead periods around the final four. You have your dead periods around the national letter of intent signing date. Uh, and then other than that, you're recruiting not high school kids. It's it's portal kids. You're not going to AU events. You're doing what you probably are doing right now, having campus visits. Because right now with the AU events, one or two coaches would go and you'd have kids on campus. And they wouldn't even meet the whole staff they're trying to pick a school from. So that would be that would be April, May. Now we now we throw in where we go to an AU event. June, you throw in an AU event. And then July, you have your AU events. But then everything around there, because we don't have the calendar up, is marked around dead days where we can actually, like the last week in May, we can't bring people to campus. You could then go on a, a, a family vacation with your family at that point if you wanted to. July, real simple, it's all dead, which means you're with your players or you're recruiting the AAU events or you're going to the NCA uh, week that they have mapped out. In August, it's great. You're with your team. And when your team's gone, you're with your family and then you're refreshed back for school. So it's it's you're can you not do anything in August other than, again, if you're if you're on a foreign tour is August pretty much so like. August 1st through 5th, you could have people come to campus. Yeah. August 21st through 31st, you could have people come to campus. That's 6th through the 20th. It's for your team. It's for your family. And and so it's just you're, you're putting guardrails in for coaches so that we're not always having unofficial visits with younger kids. We're spending time with our players, and we're spending time with our families. When and is it time – is there anything where, where you've got in there where literally, and I know people, not everybody would follow it, but like you can't make a phone call. You can't do anything. Like, I think you need that for a week. I think you need one week where again, some guys are going to obviously blow that rule off and they're going to cheat right. and, and not pay attention. But the, the vast majority are going to feel like, okay, hopefully most guys are, are, are abiding by this. Is there something like that in there? There's nothing, there's nothing there's nothing like that but there should be there should be like 3 days I'm not even saying a week how about 3 days where honestly nobody can make a call nobody can do anything with their team nobody can have a a visit nothing 3 days like and is I know, that I, I know I know the women do that and they're successful with it um like a shutdown a yeah, complete I, shutdown they, they, for a weekend Dana and Wes can chime in. The one thing I would tell you is yeah. like when these are dead days, like if a, if a kid would actually text us, which they sometimes do 
Sometimes yeah. in a habit, you just reply, and I hate to get a violation because <laughs> a kid I get says, it. Birthday coach, and you say thanks, you know, or something like that. And yeah. you know, I'm, you know what to do, guy. Scott. Turn your damn phone off. Turn your phone off. <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Scott. I, I don't phones. That's just become such a part of our lives. I, I don't right. think. And then, how do you even monitor that or track that? Because yep. We we know in our in our deal everybody's always looking for an angle or an edge. So uh, trying to get compliant to that across the game, I think would, would be impossible. impossible. So, okay. I, but, but having that segment that's just it's totally dead to any and all recruiting activity that is generally a time that's dead for basketball activity. But Scott mentioned there's if you want to use that time for your kids, you could. If you want to take a foreign trip, I I think that's really healthy and and. For, for most of us, you know, what we're going to do during that 15-day to 16-day time period is we're we're going to do a little work and plan for the fall. Uh, we may have a foreign trip once every four years, but we'll probably have our feet in some sand. Like, we'll, we'll probably sit on a beach and read a book or, like, do, do something that we haven't had a chance to do over the last two or three years. Right. Yeah, and, and, you know, those, those – Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say – you know, Coach mentioned a couple of those dead peers, like like around Memorial Day. That that should always be dead for us. I mean, that we we've probably some of us have made deep runs. Some of us have taken over jobs. Some of us had to re-recruit our own team, re-recruit a new team. I mean, there's been a lot going on, and we need to have some type of pause, and and, and especially around that holiday, and then Father's Day. That 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 should always be a dead weekend. For, for, for college basketball coaches. Yeah, I mean, Easter weekend. These holiday weekends. Right. What are we there, doing? There's nothing wrong with those being dead. Because let, let's be honest, guys, and and, and I'm, I'm at a mid-level where we feel like sometimes we can maybe find a diamond in the rough and outwork somebody. But but with social media and, and the fact that people want to be exposed at the highest level, am I going to get a guy because – I made an extra trip to see him on, on Easter weekend on father's day. I'm sitting on a sideline to watch a 9 PM game. I don't think so. And and I've been, I've been mid mid level my entire career, but, but, but now are we going to upset our wives because we keep running around like madmen? I told yeah. my wife, she, she's understandable of what we do, but she, she calls our recruiting calendar the devil. And, and I'm not exaggerating. She, she like thinks that. it's the she she thinks that it's built to to force people into divorce. And and you know I'm I'm a part of a group called Nation of Coaches. And and I'm telling I'm you, divorced. we have I'm a divorced. very high divorce rate. Yeah, I, right. I would well, well, to so do, talk to that. Right, you'll speak no, to that. I mean, listen, like I, I was married for eight years, and the, the hardest part about it, like just being very candid, you, you're not present. And like, yeah. how difficult is that to be married to? Like, I, I don't have kids. Like, like you're not present, and and that, and I would love to see. By the way, the the wives in this profession are angels. I mean, absolutely, I, they're angels. Uh, but it, it would be nice if just there were some subtle things that we could do that would would give everybody a chance to maybe be a little more present at certain times in the year. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, no doubt. Um, one, of the, one of the more, in my opinion, ridiculous ideas, and I know... You guys may or may not agree with this, but these summer exhibitions, uh, I don't know if it was Cal's idea or somebody with Cal or whatever, like nobody's going to watch them. First of all, unless it's Kentucky or Duke, nobody's going to give a shit about watching them. I don't care. Like, honestly, I I know nothing else is going on in the summer, and that's probably his idea. I I also think it's probably self-serving to some degree of maybe NIL, a way to make some NIL. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just guessing it will help Cal. Uh, but what do you guys think of this? I mean, it was like 50-50 today I saw. They put out the numbers of men's coaches that kind of were behind this idea or opposed to it. Women's were a little more opposed. I think it was like 60% opposed to the idea. Uh, so they've kind of tabled it, and, and, and they're going to keep discussing it. What what's your guys' take? I mean, Scott, you like it, don't like it? Well, the one thing I like about it is you don't have to do it. So sure. it's basic. It's basically like a buffet. You choose what you want or you don't. And so for the fifty percent that want to do it, do it. For the fifty percent that don't, don't. Um, I I'm a big team guy, and obviously coaches are big team guys. Like the recruiting calendar, everybody benefits in our profession. Maybe it's not how they would want it specifically for their program, but in the big picture, it's healthier for our profession. So that's why we want to change. I'm I'm this way with this, meaning like if you if it's something that Wes this year's team wants to do it, great, do it. Dana, your team doesn't, don't. Our team does or don't. Like so, to me, I don't know if it's a really big harm or foul because you don't have to. You guys yeah, I agree. Opinion. Yeah, yeah. The the flexibility is is probably what 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 I like the most, and it's it's so much more than being able to do an exhibition. Right? You you can do like close scrimmages. I think was part of the proposal. That's right, and, and things like that. And so, like you know, you look at my team last year. We signed ten new guys. I would have loved to been able to go up against somebody else in the summer just to get a good feel. Or even to drive to, down the street, right? Like like even no if it's question. a drive somewhere. No doubt. I mean, get in the car and go to Tulsa. Yep. Or get get in the car and go to Central Arkansas or something like that, sure. and and as opposed to this year, like 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 Coach was saying, 
but we've only had to sign four guys. So, so maybe now we're, we're just more concerned with our own team, but, but the flexibility of it uh, and, and, you know, that there are some programs out there that may use it for a lot of these new rule changes, whether it's NIL or, or, or whatever the case may be. But um, the, the, I, I don't think that the, the summer is is um, too long of a break, right? Because, I mean, guys need a break because our season's a grind. But but I do think if you want to spice some things up to have that flexibility to, to think outside the box and not be so restricted and, and get a true feel for, for who you're going to have the next year, that's probably a good idea. I just don't know how many people are going to care. Like, I think that was part of what Cal's sales pitch was, right? Like, doing it at a time when there's nothing else going on. Listen, no offense, Wes, but if you're on TV playing against Xavier in in July, I'm going to be on the beach. I'm not going to be watching. (laughs) People in Cincinnati will be watching if we're playing Xavier. No question. Well, Um, yes, very true. I I, I like the idea, and I like – you know, what, what Scott mentions with the flexibility to, to choose what's best for your program. My issue with it goes back to some of the other things. Like the idea is great. I, I would like, I was what Dana's saying. I would love in the summertime to see my team versus another team. Cause we would learn a lot from that. We would gain a lot from that. And that would help us prepare for the fall. Um, but the, the issue now, and this is where, whether most coaches would say it or not, I don't know, but people are going to be terrified that you're going to lose kids in the middle of the summer because of a 40 minute segment, mm-hmm. right? Whether they played enough or that yep. ball found them or didn't find them or whatever, if they lost the game or didn't win, you know, like it's, and so by not having any penalty for, for, you know, leaving for like a grad transfer per se, like those are the reasons that 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 is probably scary for a lot of coaches. So if we if we could handle the transfer rules and make them a little more consistent, then I think everybody would get behind the the option to do that. Well, like I tweeted it the other day, I said, like, somebody's going on a tour and they're going to hit the portal right after the the farm. (laughs) And they're going to be in uniform two weeks later at a different school. That's going (laughs) to happen. You know, this. And and it's got to be in all your minds right now as you go on these tours to try to keep all these guys happy that you want to. And it's almost like play everybody even minutes. That That's that's the best way to do it right now, you know, because then, you know, I guess still somebody will be upset and they might want to transfer because they're getting the same minutes as, you know, the 10th man. But, yeah, it's it just – it's tough. I mean, I think you guys all agree that – the grad transfers and the undergrad should have the same date. There should be no difference with a portal date, yes. right? Yeah. Like I don't right. understand that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, it really is. And and I think when all these changes are being made, uh, whoever's making them, because I don't think there's coaches involved, right? At the at the very grassroots of all of this, they don't think about the domino effect. And, and see, we do. We we like if we sign a kid now, we think, well, this calls another kid to leave, right? Right. And and most people, if you're not a coach, you don't have that level of intellect past just the the top surface. And so we we think the answer is to continue to add options to make things better. Sometimes my team gets better when we stop doing certain things. You know, we cut things out. 
as opposed to just adding something new because just because you just because it's a good idea doesn't mean it's a good idea for this time. It doesn't mean it's a good idea for everyone. And for 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 whatever reason, we decided to do all of these things in the middle of a pandemic. And now this is basically just the 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 aftermath that, that we're dealing with. And 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 uh, you know, I'm not I'm not here to throw anyone under the bus, but but you know, we've got leaders that made certain decisions, and all of a sudden, hey, it's someone else's issue, right? And so ultimately it, it it boils down to the head coach's issue and and there's just some things that we can use our common sense to kind of get ironed out but but to be able to let kids transfer in the middle of the summer man it doesn't take rocket science to, to know that that's just not right and and jeff let me ask you look at the apr with these two i mean you get a the grad, apr is going to be done right they oh, got to get rid of the apr don't you, they you get you get a grad grad student and they yeah. go First semester, second semester, once season's over, they can go play overseas. They can go train with their agent to get ready for the draft. And I think 31% actually get a graduate degree. So right. what's that going to do APR-wise? I mean. You'll lose points. We we lost two points this year. We took two grads. We lost points because they didn't get Bs. Because <laughs> if you got a C, you don't get this. Certific certification is 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 a way to kind of navigate it, but if you don't get the B, you don't get the certification. So we lost APR points on graduate students, Man. and 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 one of the main staples of the APR is graduating students. Right. Yeah. What what? On a little bit of a side note, it's funny. We we've talked for forty five minutes. I think the letters NIL have come up once so far. Um, Scott, when you talk to recruits. What number question will it take before a kid asks you about NIL right now? What's the average amount of questions it will take before that kid or his parents ask something about the NIL? Well, I think I think one thing about every coach in, in West and Dana can say it. Um, we want to recruit players that want to come to our school, not because of our NIL. We want them to come because they believe in – our team and our coaching and everything that we provide for them at our university. Um, and I think, I think players um, for the most part, when we're talking recruiting, we're not going to get asked NIL in the beginning. And, and if we do, we're probably not going to keep recruiting those kids as, 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 as much either. So I think uh the, the question comes up, but I don't know with, with, with us and a lot of coaches, if, if you're asking them, you know, then, I mean, name image and likeness is not pay for play. And I know a lot of media people say it's turned into pay for play, but when the rule was intended, it's, you're supposed to benefit off your name, image and likeness. And I'm anxious to see what uh, uh, Charlie Baker. And again, I think both coaches, uh, um, uh, Wes and Dana would agree coaches want players to make money off of name, image, and likeness. And no one doesn't want players to do that. Whatever guardrails Charlie Baker, the NCAA is able to come up with. Um, I know we're all anxious to, to see what that, see what that is to make sure we make our sport better. Wes, NIL, how quickly does it come up? Yeah. Do you want to start a new podcast? 
for like, like, like that's a whole, that's a whole nother. I topic. know it is. No, we don't. We got to start. We're only back going a few minutes about. into it. No, I, I, I agree a lot with what Scott said. I, I think number one, you know, recruiting the, the, all the stuff that mattered in recruiting before still really matters. It all still matters the same. NIL just, just added to that. Um, it, it doesn't come up initially. And it, it like, like Scott said, if it does, we're all going to swerve left. Um, I, I think the thing that I find more is that there's just an expectation um, that I think kids have. If, if look, Scott and I, now we're in the big 12, that you're a big 12 program. They there's an expectation. There's NIL. Like, I think they kind of know that. And I think you'd be more hurt if it got out over, a couple years that you were a, a high major program that didn't have any kind of NIL program. Right. So I don't think it's as much about kids are, are walking to the door asking about NIL. I think they just kind of expect at a certain level, there's going to be a certain kind of NIL. Um, but again, that that's probably a question you'd have to ask each and every coach. Uh, how, I, how crazy are the numbers Wes that are thrown out because, and I'm, and I'm not asking like what your numbers are, but, You've heard other people throw numbers around that both of you have probably offered to kids or kids have gotten at your programs. I guess what I'm asking you is um, how inflated are some of these numbers that are being thrown around? Or do you think it is fairly accurate, like some of these crazy numbers that that, that people are hearing? I, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of chatter. Yeah. Right. There's there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of rumors. And I think that's like I, kind of to Scott's point, it's going to be really interesting to see the guardrails that are put around this so that things come to light. Because it's just it's like anything. There's a huge rumor mill. It's word of mouth. How do you know what's accurate and what's not? That's purely speculation. Yeah. Um and so, again, I think this is a much broader topic that you could go so many different directions. No doubt. Yeah. I, um, listen, five and, minutes in NIL is, is you know, about. And, and what I'll say. 500 Jeff, minutes to. to and I, I think everybody, like we, this is a billion dollar industry. Kids deserve to be compensated. Like, like we, we. Think all, of the money you would have made, Wes. When we you were all, in Carolina, you would have crushed it. Yeah. Well, we want kids to think it'd be better at Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. So Tyler Hansborough isn't helping you out at all? I did want to say this. This is a good, <laughs> it's a good segue right here. No, Tyler Hansborough wouldn't even pay for a meal for me. Okay. But like I, Tyler Hansborough, who's, you know, I think on the field of 68 with you, you know, uh, if you had a podcast with him, he would never skip it. So you can tell Hummel I said that. <laughs> that that's a plug for my guy, Hansbro. Hansbro uh, works. Hummel, Hummel's lazy in the offseason. We, we know that. <laughs> we know that he's golfing. He's gallivanting. He's getting engaged. So now, honestly, he's probably uh, not even making decisions in his own right now. Ultimately, now, now that Tyler's tight with his money, but you can count on him to show up. Okay, <laughs> Dana, Dana, give me the mid-major perspective on NL right now, because I think a lot of people hear the high major end of it and they don't know what to think right now for a true mid. Like, right. how much of a factor is it right now? 
Well, it's definitely a, a different view for us. So, for example, what we always say is if if a guy we feel like is worth 50000 to us, he's probably going to be worth 150000 200000 to someone else that could actually do it, right? So, so for us, our, our approach to NIL is in recruiting, it's, it's never really um, one of the top questions. So what we've tried to do is recruit really tough, you know, 300-mile radius high school kids that we feel like can come in and help us win. And then transfers who may have been at a place where they got NIL, but they weren't getting any playing time. So right now they're more concerned about coming to get playing time as opposed to NIL. Where NIL has kind of reared its head up for us is is, is retaining our players and, and, and being able to show them some type of appreciation or value. But but with that being said, we, we still try to work uh, 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 in a realm where the, the numbers aren't as, as, as high as, as they would be at a, at a, at a, at a top league. And so, um, again, it's more so, of uh, our guys on a local, uh, platform, um, getting opportunities that, that, that are probably a little bit more reasonable in what the, what the, what the rule was intended for in the first place. And, um, it's not a, a recruiting battle for us because we know that we're, we're going to be, if, if that was the case, we, we wouldn't have a, have a chance, but, but at the same time, we do want to be uh, supportive of our, our, our student athletes that have the ability to go and do a camp or to go and uh, do an appearance or, or to uh, uh, sell a Jersey X, Y, Z. Um, and, and, and at the end of the day, it's 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 probably what the rule was made for. And and I always joke with our players whenever they, they mention NIL, I say, guys, there there's no business in the world that if you don't make them money, that they pay you. And, and at the mid-major level, we're we're not we're not making our school money. Our our biggest donor is our university. And and at, at, at places like that, you know, should there even be NIL? Right. And, and and in regards to the pay part and when and, you're losing, you know, money obviously when the school is right, right. Right. I mean, you know, now with 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 uh, with the high majors and, and things like that. Now, those student athletes are, are generating that university, whether it be uh, publicity or even revenue. And so that's that's really two different worlds. And so, you know, for us, it's more of probably what the rule was made for at the same time. If you have some success with some with some good good character kids, they they may get a little something from a collective. All right, listen, I'm I'm gonna wrap because it's almost an hour. Uh, I know Wes wants dessert. Uh, we cut into his dessert time, and and Scott, listen, there, there's nothing. Think about this marriage right now. Scott is in Orlando. Uh, the the man of culture and, and happiness is. Ah. You got to go to the happiest place on earth, right? Don't you got to go to? You got to get to Disney or something. Hey, me, me on roller coasters. There's no happiness and joy in. Right? <laughs> are you that bad too? I get, I get motion sickness on a yeah. merry-go-round. All right, I I'm figured you were right not here. good. You were not good on that. But you can walk down that boardwalk. Whatever, walk. Take a walk down the boardwalk. Um, Dana, I'm glad you're not out, and you can get no. a few days. You get a few days, kind of relaxing. Hopefully I'll see you guys next week at the Peach Jam. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming on and, and lending some perspective. That's one of the things, you know, we try to do at Field of 68, hit on some of the topics. 
and I know this one's probably a little more inside baseball for most than than some of the other ones, but I thought it was interesting again. Um, the, the recruiting calendar, obviously the transfer portal, everything that we've kind of talked about today. So uh, appreciate it, guys. Try to get some rest, and uh, I'll see you next week.